0: hey everybody this is your boy john and with me as always is matt what what up y'all and again this is the geeks from the multiverse podcast and today we'll be talking about 80s and 90s cartoons so let's get geeky So, Matt, you know, I wanted to give you a quick update on my son, okay? Okay. So, you know, I I mentioned before that, you know, he was, you know, I don't even know how many weeks ago. It was probably a long time ago at this point. But basically, he's 34 weeks now. You know, my wife went in for a checkup, and, you know, he's doing great. He's doing, you know, what he needs to be doing. And, you know, he's kind of a pain in the butt. I didn't tell you this part. (laughs) Um, And the reason why is because they were doing some kind of scans, and they... We're trying to be like, hey, could you like see if your son can like, you know, sit still and maybe do like, you know, a scan of like the the lungs and the heart and stuff like so. So his heart's fine. But like they're trying to record like a like a three second. Or no, sorry, it was 30 seconds is what I was told. They have to do a 30 second like view of the lungs working. This this little man. okay, and I know he's he's a pain in my butt. Decided to only breathe for three seconds and then stop. And then like, he was doing it multiple times. And so they were just like, why isn't he just like listening or like, why isn't he doing his thing? I'm like, and of course my wife is just like, well, he takes after you. And I said, no, he takes after both of us. It's not just me, but (laughs) (laughs) like, it's not just me at this moment. But, but anyways, you know, I was thinking about it a little bit ago and it's crazy that, you know, some of the, the cartoons and, you know, shows that come out today. So like, I think of like Coco Melon, you know, Baby Shark, um, PJ Maxx, or some of these other ones on Disney and all these other ones. Um, they don't, it, it I don't even know how to describe it. They they kind of scare me, you know, like it doesn't really, like to me, like is more educational. It's kind of, it's kind of like they're brainwashing these kids, you know, and it, it's kind of like, you know, when we were growing up, it, it, it was like, you know, you learn, you do the like educational pieces like you know, Sesame Street, you know, uh, you know, Barney, you know, but again, we don't we don't talk about Barney, but we don't talk about Barney. But you know, we you know, we learned from these, you know, these shows and we're like you you know, as a kid, you're like, Yeah, you know, like I know my ABCs, you know, I know my numbers, I know all these things. But they were it seemed like they were more educational, funny, and you you kind of learned a lesson from it. Like nowadays it's kind of like they're just kind of like playing it off and it's not really as real I guess if you want us like as it should be you know kind of yeah. like what we've grown up on you know
1: and I think some of the I mean you look at some of the you know cartoons nowadays they're very edgy so it's very hard to tell like what is wholesome and geared towards kids and what's really not geared towards kids
0: yeah you know and I look at like TV shows now and it's they're not as funny as anymore. You know, they're not like they try to be, they're over, they're over exaggerating. I think that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. And they don't really like do a good job of like introducing comedy the way, like a lot of the eighties and nineties kind of like brought in the, I mean, I'll, I'll say it like this, but like, you know how like you, you watch certain, you know, shows and movies, how they like, you know you grow up and you didn't even think about how they like threw in like sexual innuendos or like some of the weird like little things like yeah, that yeah, yeah but it was weird but like you know as a kid you don't think about it but now as an adult you're like oh my god like that's what they were talking about like you didn't even think about that in that moment but like yeah. that was the thing about the 80s and 90s they'd like to do so much but you know nowadays you you can't do that like it's it, it's so much censorship and there's so much stuff going on like it doesn't make any sense anymore
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously, yeah, you know, yeah, we grew up in different generations. But, you know, some of the greatest memories that I have was, you know, getting up early Saturday mornings and watching cartoons because they were on pretty much most of the most of the morning into most of the afternoon until like the first, you know, movies or TV shows started coming on.
0: Oh, and that's pretty much when your parents would kick you out and say hey go play outside.
1: Yeah. And you know, every day before school there you know cartoons were always on. So, you know, that's when your Transformers and your G.I. Joe
0: and your ThunderCats like all of those were on pretty much back to back. I mean, and I can even say like you know, granted I understand like Transformers Voltron all that stuff was, you know, back in your time, but like I remember even watching like like Pokémon and like I know that wasn't like one you've watched but like you know, some of, like, the, the Nickelodeon shows or, like, um, like Disney Channel shows, like, whatever. Like, a lot of them, like, showed up and they're like, hey, this is great. You know, you know, you watch these TV shows right before school or, like, even after school. Yeah. You know, like, maybe your parents aren't home yet. And you're like, I want to throw something on. And then, like, you know, or even, like, sometimes, like, the, when Nickelodeon did, like, uh, Nick at Night, you know, or, like, the late time, like, yep. our Cartoon Network or something like that. They would do, like, the late time, like, kind of, you know... Um, like animations and things like that. So it's like nowadays they don't do that anymore. Like they don't, you, you just throw it on you're like, oh, cool. I guess I'll watch something on Hulu and, you know, yeah, Disney or whatever. It's just like, it's not the and same it's, anymore. It's very
1: hard to find even some of these older shows in general, like trying to find Transformers, like you have to go on like Tubi just to find it. And, and, and who watches Tubi? Nobody. Nobody does. But that's just the thing. Like, you know, trying to find some of these, it's very, very difficult. They're not mainstream anymore, but I absolutely love them. But, you know, we're kind of just diving in right to the 80s cartoons. It's, I guess, more my
0: genre because I love them. I'm not saying that I haven't seen some of these. Some, some of them I have you yeah. know, later on in my life. But, like, you know, like, um, like G.I. Joe, I do remember as a kid... You know, my brother had, like, a, ironically enough, a DVD set of the original, like, series, and we would watch them, and we'd be like, G.I. Joe, you know, we'd sing the theme song, and we'd get into it, and it was just funny. But, like, I know one thing you and I talked about, I think actually before the podcast, was one of the interesting things about G.I. Joe that, you know, they, they really, like, harped upon. And I know you. I'm gonna let you talk about this more, but
1: yeah, I mean, I think with GI Joe, I think they. I mean, they also did it with Transformers too. I, I don't know so much if they did it with a lot of the other, you know, shows per se, but I know as far as like tra- you know Transformers, GI Joe in particular, it was they. They definitely had certain episodes that taught a story that that they taught a message, whether it was you know good morals, being a good person you know, helping your neighbors, um, you know, they did certain episodes on the effects of, of drug use and addiction.
0: Yeah. So don't do drugs basically. Yeah.
1: I mean, they didn't obviously show people, you know, using drugs, but they, they taught that message. And that's like one of the things that, that GI Joe used as a vehicle to help, you know, kind of move forward kind of that, you know, call it an agenda, call it what you will, but
0: I would say more of a PSA. I mean, that's what they really did back then.
1: And that's, you know, that's kind of that, that wholesome thing that, that being an American hero, it's the vehicle that G.I. Joe used Um, partly because of, you know, being in the eighties, it it was a violent cartoon. So they, they kind of had to show a positive message to, Well, the kids and overshadowed the the, the violence that was the cartoon. But, you know, some of the, you know, some of the 80s cartoons, I think overall, when I looked it up, there was about two, like 213
0: overall cartoons, whether they were all in the United States, I don't know. Well, I mean, a lot of those 80s cartoons, whether they were, you know, made in America or like they were somewhere else. Yeah. I know more in America based. I mean, like it was more like during the Ronald Reagan, like, administration, so they were talking about, like, the anti-drugs, like, the the anti, really the anti-anything. It was just more like, hey, don't do drugs, don't do this, don't do that, because, unfortunately at that time, there was a big, you know, overall crisis, like you were talking about with drugs, crime, you know, all these different, you know, characteristics in that time, and and, like, that's why they had to have these PSAs, because they wanted to make sure that kids weren't trying to, you know, emulate, you know, some of their cartoons or some of these you know, let's say gory or, or at that time, I don't know.
1: I mean, you look at all of them and I'll, I'll get into, we have a, you know, I have a small list here, but um, I think you, you look at a lot of these eighties cartoons and a lot of them have a more positive spin, you know, the, the way that they did the, the cartoons in general are more positive. Like they're not really dark. They're not, you know, overly sexualized they're not you know there's no adult language in them they they tell a story and that's i think iconic for the for a lot of the 80s cartoons is a lot of them were very much story driven
0: yeah i mean and they did have you know of course they introduced the characters in the beginning and 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 do that but they would build upon the story yeah so that way you could get sucked in and you know really you know get involved with what was going on in that episode so like you know, on next week's episode of Transformers, you know, like yeah, then they, and would then dive they would into
1: it. They would show you kind of like a preview of what was on, you know, for next week. And you would get that preview. But they would kind of continue that story. Um, but some of the ones that, you know, I've listed, G.I. Joe, Transformers, Voltron. I love Voltron. Kind of like the cartoon version, like the original kind of cartoon version, if you were going to do Power Rangers.
0: Yeah, and so, like, I mean, granted, I love
1: the original Power Rangers, but... That oh, I love me. Power Rangers, too, but if you were to, you know, if you were to, like, where did they get their inspiration? I would have to say it would probably be, you know, from Voltron in the way that the cartoon was. It's Basically, pretty much the same thing. Same idea.
0: That makes sense. I mean, Japanese, you know, decided to take it over, but yeah, no. Um,
1: obviously, you know, Power Rangers is a little different, but... I digress. Uh, Thundercats,
0: another great cartoon. Yep. I, so again, even though I wasn't growing up in that era, I did you know I watched some of the Thundercats. Yeah. You know some of the other TV shows you've already mentioned. So.
1: Uh, he Man and the Masters of the Universe.
0: Eh, watched. I I only watched a little bit. I mean, what was it? Was it Skeletor? Was one of them?
1: Skeletor. He Man. You know, <laughs> He Man was a was an interesting cartoon. Um, in the way, you know, if you really want to go down this rabbit hole, I'm not going to go down it Let's in this Let's not episode, do it with
0: the Terminator when like, yeah, like that. But. but if, if
1: you really want to go down a wild ride, just look up some, some He-Man character names. They're not very imaginative at the end of the day. Everything was, you know, you had a, a guy that looked like kind of a beast. Well, he was Beast Man. You had a guy that looked kind of like a a fish. Well, he was. Fishman? Fishman,
0: yeah. <laughs> um, okay.
1: One of the funny things is, uh, I think Kevin Smith. Oh, oh, yep, yep, yep. He did a, a remake of He-Man. Oh, boy. And so there are these people in kind of the He-Man universe. They're called the Glavernians. They live in Glavernia. Let me guess they're in their gloves. I don't know. I forget. I don't think they're gloves, though. Okay. I think they just look like people. Okay. But there was a, there was a, like, an artifact that they were looking for. It's the, and I'm not joking with this.
0: So this is, like, you could look this, this is, up right this now. This
1: is a legit thing. It was the glove of Glavernia from, and it's, fr- like, the Glavernians have this as an artifact. <laughs> so So it's it's a literal glove, like glove artifact that was stolen from the Glavernians in Glavernia. So hold on,
0: so hold on. (laughs) I'm I'm gonna make a little reference. I don't know how well this is gonna go, but is that the glove from Michael Jackson, the missing? I doubt it. Oh, unless
1: he was a Glavernian, but
0: (laughs) unless he was a Glavernian, I'm only I'm only asking because you know.
1: But that's what I'm saying. Like it wasn't very imaginative. Like you have a glove, like a glove that's it's like a magical artifact. Okay, it's it's it was very precious to them. But like the the people are called Glavernians. The land that they live in is Glavernia. That's why they're Glavernians. Obviously,
0: I I, I swear that they should just be. Glove people Or like gloves Than just talk And they have an artifact That's an actual glove <laughs> Like I'm just saying Like if you're gonna be Called the Glovernians Then you really should just be Like a legit glove But
1: I mean is a skeleton oh, So I yeah. mean It's not very imaginative At the end of the day And you can kind of Go down that rabbit hole If you really want to It, it just gets worse <laughs> As you keep looking up These characters it, it They're literally like You see a wolf Wolfman
0: I guess what I'm trying to say so is, like, if they look like something, they're just going to put a man after it.
1: Yeah, I mean, they did it with He Man, even though I mean, you know yeah. the, the the Kevin Smith v- kind of re remake of it. The He was an actual kind of title for the power that he
0: got. So what, what what was? Oh, wait a minute. Now I'm thinking about it. It is an animated show, right? That he did. Yes, it was like, but he was a younger version of himself.
1: Kind no, of, I think it was just a complete like re telling of the
0: story. story. Yeah. Okay, because I think I do remember seeing like a like a trailer or something for it a while back. But I think I know what you're talking about.
1: Yeah, so there were other previous like Masters of the Universe, and they, you know, they all had the he before their names.
0: But let me guess his his first name was Man.
1: I don't know how we got the man to be honest, but,
0: <laughs> but anyways, go ahead.
1: We're gonna move on. So one of the bigger ones that's still on, I believe. I don't think they've been canceled yet. Oh, no. Is the, is The Simpsons?
0: Well, yeah, because Disney bought Fox, as we have already known. So of course they're gonna continue it.
1: So even though you know it's technicality, because the show started in eighty nine, it counts.
0: It's an eighty show. It's an eighty show. It's in a very late eighty show, but yeah.
1: Um, the real Ghostbusters.
0: The TV show or the movie, the cartoon. Okay, well that's that's why I was asking because yeah. I mean I mean the movies did come out in the eighties, so no, I'm
1: strictly talking the cartoon.
0: Okay, so yeah, I, yeah. I know what you're saying. Yep, yeah. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh yeah, that's a good one. it and the Chipmunks. I, I don't. Sure, that's fine. <laughs> I, I got what you're saying, but yeah, that's fine. Uh, DuckTales. That's one of. See, I love DuckTales. I mean, granted, it was DuckTales. you know i mean but it was a good honestly it it had a great theme for like you know but it was an interesting take on you know scrooge mcduck and like you know the the nephews of donald duck and like all the the different characters but it 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 just it was great man it was just i don't know how to explain it you just got to watch it you know
1: uh and the last one
0: inspector gadget Oh, sorry. We're just singing theme songs now, but no, Inspector Gadget man, like it was good too. I mean, granted, you know, you look at—he's kind of a doofus, but <laughs> well, yes, and the TV show, yes, and it's funny how his niece was always the one that like Penny, yeah, Penny, who was like always the one trying to like help him out and like he screws everything up, but she's like the smart one. And the dog—I like, what's what's the dog's name? I don't mm-hmm. remember. But like he would like. He's even smarter than expected gadget, too. So, but another great show.
1: And they're all great. And there's much, much more, obviously, that we could mention. We could spend the whole show just on 80s cartoons because there's that many that are probably equally as good. Like, I think Mask came out in the 80s, which it wasn't as, I mean, it was kind of, I guess, maybe equal to G.I. Joe, just not as popular. But it, and the way that it was kind of...
0: It was um, wacky. It was a very, like, wacky...
1: It was wacky. I mean, it had kind of a similar theme to G.I. Joe in, yeah. in regards to, like, what Mask was doing. It just wasn't as popular as G.I. Joe was.
0: Well, and I think it only lasted for, like, maybe a season or two, and it, it, I'm pretty sure it got canceled. I don't think it really lasted a really long time, but um, I know with, like, the next... kind of, like, leading into the 90s, though... Um, you know, looking at how the 80s, I guess some ways, you know, like, it kind of helped the 90s become its, like, own, like, subgenre, in a sense, because, and I'll say this, because 80s was like we were saying, like, it was more, like, character, story-based and all that stuff.
1: But yeah, it definitely was more story-based. Like, when you look at, you know, Transformers and G.I. Joe, you know, Voltron, you know, yes, there are characters in those cartoons, but... Everything had a story like you're, you're going through that journey of the the overall story of G.I. Joe and them going after Cobra.
0: I'm not going to sing that one because that one that was <laughs> like it just it's too annoying sometimes. Um,
1: but. You know, Transformers, you know, them trying to get back to Cybertron and, and beating Megatron and, you know, each one of these cartoons like it had a story.
0: Yeah, and a lot of them, it's funny, sometimes, like, some of them, like, GI Joe and, like, Transformers, like, they were strictly 80s because they never really went into the 90s as much. But, like, you know, DuckTales was kind of that weird when, like, it started, I think it was, like, 87 and, like, landed in, like, 90-something. But, like, it lasted for a while where yeah. it kind of got the best of both 80s and 90s in that sense. So there's... And
1: some of them had, I mean, Transformers had many different... Well, variations, GI Variations. Yeah. GI Joe had different variations. But I think, like... Once you get into the 90s, like it definitely shifted from, I think, story driven narratives to more character, character driven. And
0: what was kind of going on with yeah, right that individual or it could have been another character in that, you know, that universe of that story
1: where, you know, each episode might not have been the story of the whole season. Right, it was each episode was a different story, but it was about that character, right, or was, what was going on in that character's life at that moment.
0: It, it was it was almost like a not so much a journey, but like mini adventures. Like in depending on what show you were like watching yeah. and doing. But I will say this before we get into the nineties, Matt. Okay, if you had to rate eighties sh- like your let's say top five like favorite eighty shows. What do you think those would be?
1: Well, I mean, top five
0: are probably ones that I already have mentioned. Well, no, no, no. I understand. But you have to pick five, and you have to list them in order from one to five. If you had to choose which ones, what would be on your list?
1: All right. So so top five probably would start with G.I. Joe, go to Transformers, Voltron, Thundercats, and then He-Man. Oh, so
0: it was, wow! So you you just say you know what? I'm done with uh, Ducktales, Inspector Gadget. And just uh, throw them out, you know.
1: I mean, Ducktales and Inspector Gadget were great, but I I don't know if I've really watched them as steady as I watched the others.
0: Okay, okay. No, fair enough, fair enough. I just I, so you're more you're more serious, like when it kid because those those TV shows I in a, in a way were more serious, like that's what it is. Like the other ones, they were, were more action driven. Well actually, driven. That that, that was more
1: what I was driven to. And I you look at DuckTales and Inspector Gadget and even Elvin and the Chipmunks, there was a lot more comedy, I think, involved with those. Even Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, even though like there was a lot of action, it there definitely was a lot more comedy in the cartoon itself.
0: Yeah, I mean now I mean I could I could kind of flip this here, but like I don't mind doing like the action driven, like having a story you know, building the characters and doing all that. But like, to me, like, if I'm just like, you're like, you know what? I'm just going to throw something on, you know, just kind of listen and watch and like do whatever. Yeah. I'm going to throw on some comedy, like do some like other things. If I'm doing other things, but you know, like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, like even back in the day, like the very first series of it, not the new, you know, whatever variations there are now. And you know, even the movies and stuff like that, but like, you know, it, it was just like it was comedy, but like, you know, I mean, in, in some ways it had its own story and, you know, kind of dives in a little bit. But like, yeah, I went on the chipmunks. I don't even want to get started on that. That was, that was a whole nother ball game on that one.
1: No, but I think, you know, you look at G.I. Joe, you look at Transformers, you look at Thundercats, maybe not so much He-Man because the, the theme song wasn't very inspiring. But like G.I. Joe, Transformers, Thundercats, like their theme songs were very inspiring. Like, G.I. Joe was probably the most, probably inspiring of all of of them. Oh, absolutely. You you watch it, and you, like, I mean, especially as, like,
0: 11, 12-year-old kid, like, watching. I mean, the first, literally, line is, G.I. Joe, and then it just, like, goes right into it. And it's, like, it's just, and then they, like, and, of course, it's, like, you know, it goes to that, and then it's, like, a narrator going, yeah, I, I. Like G.I. Joe, you know, blah, 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 and they they go into it, but uh, it is a good theme song and then
1: it's like really, really just really inspiring and, you know, Transformers is kind of the same way. It's more hair, you know, more of that hair metal you know, 80s you know, kind of theme song. You know, Thundercats again, it's that really high inspiring, epic kind of theme song that like as a 12 year old kid, you're like yeah, let's go. Well, Thundercats are on the move. <laughs> let's do it. You know,
0: <laughs> no, but I agree. Like some of the, you know, it's funny how like you know when we talk about like some of like the modern day stuff, a lot of their theme songs are really dumb. And I say this because like you look at the '80s, you look at the '90s. A lot of the th- best theme songs I've ever heard in my life come from these eras. Like, and I know we're gonna now tra- try to transition into the '90s here, yeah. but like. You know, one of my favorite theme songs of all freaking time. I'm not kidding. I actually had it on my phone for long. Like I would actually play it when it comes to like people calling me. Like that's what it would actually be. And it's the X-Men. Right. So I'm telling you, if you haven't, look up X-Men nineties like theme song. I'm telling you right it's, now it's on our playlist. It is on the playlist, and I can tell you it is one of my favorite theme songs of all time. And I'm not, I mean, granted, Power Rangers theme song was definitely up there, but I'm just saying like X-Men just had an edge and it was one of the, my personal favorite like theme songs. Like I said, look it up. I guarantee you'll love it. But you know, going in the nineties, I mean, granted, yes, I was a kid, you know, for a bit. Okay. I wasn't like, I understand you can say, Oh, I'm a nineties kid. Well, yes, you technically were when it came to like high school and and so forth like that. But if we're talking to like, You know, certain things, I'm like, yeah, I do remember certain TV shows that, you know, I grew up on that, you know, that came out. And granted, yeah, I was was younger, of course, but, like, a lot of it did kind of, you know, lead towards my, you know, youth in that sense. So, like, for example, like, I'm going to mention a couple on here because just like Matt said, you know, there's a lot of 80s, you know, series, and I can tell you from this list... That you know, we were kind of looking up. It, there's about 330 cartoon series just in the 90s alone, which is insane.
1: Yeah, there's a over a hundred more. And like I said, for the 80s, like I don't know if all 330 or however there are, like if they were USA based or if they were international shows. That's just the number that was overall. That's how many
0: right at that at that time
1: you know individual cartoon series there were
0: but like so like here's some examples right so cat dog so one of my favorites is like <laughs> cat dog cat dog cat dog alone in the world little little cat dog you know like I just it, it it just sticks in your head man like I know it's stupid but it's like it's the funniest yeah. thing because it literally is it's literally what it says it's about a cat and a dog that are attached together they're so like yeah it it's it's stupid but I will tell you that it's it, 90s just be, like they have really. Sometimes they had dumb titles, but like it was it was that wacky kind of funny, you know. TV shows like Cat Dog was one of them. Yeah. I mean, I won't mention the next one, but I'll I'll kind of jump around oh, here. Come on. I man. will mention. No, I will mention it, but just give me a second. I'm gonna because it's the wackiness first, and then I'll get into the serious. Okay. 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 So you know, Cat Dog, Ed, Ed and Eddie, like these three guys. I can't. Oh even my start. gosh. These guys were interesting. Like if you ever watch it, okay. Unfortunately, I I saw that Cartoon Network is no longer a thing now. But I, I don't know if you knew this or not. Yeah, that's sad. It is sad because unfortunately, these guys were a part of it. Dexter's Laboratory. Ed. 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 Oh, you mean. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. But then we go Ed and But anyways, um, so Dexter's Laboratory. I I loved this as a kid. I always right. loved when, you know. It's it, So it's Dexter and his um, his older sister, Dee Dee, and then he has, like, a couple others, and I will just say that there are some really weird and disturbing things about Dexter's <laughs> Laboratory that, you know, it was kind of that weird 90s thing where, you know, unfortunately, there's a lot of memes nowadays that like to sexualize, I will say, certain characters from the 90s, yes. and unfortunately, yeah. one of them is Dexter's mom, is one of the, the people, mm-hmm. unfortunately, but um Angry Beavers which I had watched, and again literally it's about two angry beavers who were brothers you know and they they I, I again they're just
1: it's stupid I never watched uh, like I never watched it regularly but I mean that one was for for its time in the in the 90s was pretty edgy and I I know I yeah. know that they kind of re-released it and it was a little edgier
0: yeah I mean I never watched the the newer one but like the older one was like it, like a lot of these shows, they were, you know, they they were edgy. They were funny. They were just, it had yeah. like that raunchiness to it. But like Animaniacs, I mean, oh my God. You're
1: talking a show that pushed the boundary. Oh
0: my God. <laughs> I mean, but some of the most interesting, um, you know, voice actors like that were on that show, like I can't remember the one guy's name, but the one who plays uh, Wacko. Yeah. You know, like he, like there was one episode that he literally lists all the countries. In the entire world And he did it in one take And then I saw him do it again Like so many years later I'm like And he remembers it so clearly That's yeah. crazy And then um, You know You got Pinky in the Brain Which was part of like Animaniacs and stuff. Narf Narf <laughs> You know You know Pinky What are we gonna do tonight? <laughs> We're gonna take over, over the, the world. world Anyways And then of course The law lo- One of another Like longer running shows Is Is Spongebob Right, so SpongeBob SquarePants, I mean, one of my favorite episodes, and this was in the '90s, like maybe early 2000, was it was called the Marching Band, and it was literally at the very end. It was basically they were like playing in like the Super Bowl, and like they had it was like one of the most like epic, like I don't know, like if you haven't seen this episode, I, I just go find it on YouTube. It's one of my favorites because I tell you why it's one of my favorites. One of my favorite lines from SpongeBob is. You know, Patrick literally talks to Squidward and he goes, is mayonnaise an instrument? And then Squidward's like, no, Patrick, mayonnaise is not an instrument. And then he goes, Horse radish is not an instrument either. You know, and then it basically <laughs> he, you know, and then for some weird reason, like in the episode two, Patrick, you know, like Sandy basically like beats the crap out of Patrick. And like he comes back in and he's like wearing a trombone on his head or something like that. And he's like, boom, boom. And then it goes. The owner of the lights dead you left your lights on. You know, and it's like it's so weird. It was just like a weird episode, but it was honestly one of my favorites from like that. But it, it's still a good show. I mean, it's funny how I think it was one night I w- I watched it with um, my mother in law and of course my my father in law. They were watching SpongeBob, and I'm like, why are you watching this show? Like this, and they're like, oh, it's it's just great. I'm like. You watch this with your with your my wife and you're like, yeah, we used to watch this when she was young and I'm like,
1: yeah, it's, I mean it's that's such cool, an but it's your show, like yeah,
0: I mean the I will say this: the original idea for the show is not what you think. I mean, there's a lot like if you want to talk about edgy, there's a lot of things about that show that originally it was not supposed to be for kids. Yeah, it was supposed to be an adult show. That doesn't surprise me at all. I mean, like you'd have to watch it to really understand, but I'm telling you, the original idea. Was never intended for kids It was basically an adult show But they then changed it to A kid show Which I'm like You know it, And it's still edgy I mean there's some things That I'm like Yeah I don't know If you should be talking About that right now It was number one <laughs> Yeah you know, but like It's funny like You know so many people Know like the yeah. Spongebob references It's so funny how you Remember all that stuff Yeah um, And then You know you look at uh, Rugrats Right So like Rugrats Was always like a big one you know, I remember watching that as a kid. Of course, like, everyone's like, well, that's, that's like a kid show. I'm like, well, it was. But even adults in some – or, like, like teenagers were watching this show, you know. And, like, even, um, like, when they did All Grown Ups, like, later on in time. I mean, it was just – Rugrats was, like, a staple. I don't know. It was just, like, one of those, like, good 90s it was cartoons. Yeah, it, was, it was a big it was a big show. And then another one that really – I'm going to end it with this one, and then I'll, of course, add the serious ones in a second. This one I know you would know. I watched this one a lot. Ren and Stimpy. Yes. Okay. So these guys, you want to talk about edgy? Stimpy,
1: you idiot.
0: <laughs> like these guys were edgy, man. Like these guys were way, like yes. from a 90s show, like this should not have been a kid show. No. But it was. But it was. I mean, and, <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, and
1: I mean, it's such a classic now. And I, I mean, I absolutely loved this show, but it, it had its definite moments where. It was gross.
0: Oh yeah, no, it, <laughs> it was crude. It it definitely just seemed like the '90s. Like I said, when it came to ratings, that's why when they were talking about like the anti, you know, drug and bullying and all this other stuff back in the '80s, the '90s didn't care. They just talked about anything they they wanted to at that point.
1: No, I think they you know they pushed the envelope to where they I think could, but well, they didn't. They didn't quite go over that
0: that they threshold were, but they went really close. No, there was a lot of shows that did that though. They really pushed the envelope and then they were like, let's see how far we could take this without yeah. upsetting up like a lot of moms and dads out there, you know. But like some of the more serious ones since I just talked about the wacky ones. So Captain Planet and the Planeteers. So I always remember Captain Planet. He's our hero, you know, like it goes into it but it's basically about these like teenagers you know that um basically have these like superpowers like all of them have like it's like earth, water, fire, wind and then yeah. it's heart. You know, and it's like and they they like our powers combined it's Captain Planet, you know, and it's just like it was like an it was kind of like that weird wacky one but it also it kind of took that 80s vibe because it, it taught you a lesson at the very end too.
1: It definitely took the 80s vibe cuz I mean Captain Planet basic I mean that they basically went you know after people who were you know, cutting down the rainforest or Yeah,
0: or like um poaching or Poaching
1: or polluting or like they were doing I mean they weren't like trying to take over the world or murdering people. They <laughs> <laughs> No,
0: but basically this show was literally Earth Day every single day. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. I mean, they were doing things to protect the the earth is what they were doing. Um I don't know how long the show went, but I don't think it went very long.
0: No, I don't think, and I think it maybe went on for like maybe two or three seasons. I don't think it really went like f- further on, but, but it's still a pretty classic. Like, oh yeah, no, I mean series, and you could watch it. You could easily binge watch it because it's usually like twenty, thirty minutes, if that. Yeah, and yeah. then the last one that was on this list, which I did actually, I never watched it originally until I actually, I want to say it was a few years ago. I decided to binge watch it. Uh, was Gargoyles? Yeah, and that one was a serious show. This one was also with Keith David when he started like really voice acting early on in his days but it was that one was really story driven that one actually wasn't just based on characters it was actually about you know how the gargoyles came to be and you know how they um you know were trying to basically help humanity you know and try to like understand how humans and gargoyles can like you know coexist in a world and It was weird because, like, you actually had, like, the um, Keats David character, like, fall in love with a human. So a gargoyle falling in love with a human was kind of a a weird scenario, in my opinion. I don't think that's, um, I don't know if if you call that bestiality or I, I don't know what you call that. But it seems kind of weird that a gargoyle and a human would be... Romantically involved with each other that is kind of weird, yes, but that was part of the the the, the storyline, and yeah. it was like that's kind of a weird concept, but like you know nineties for me, like if I want to pick my top five, okay, it's a tough one, I'm not gonna lie it's gonna be very tough, but I will say, and I'm actually gonna throw ones that aren't even on the list that we've I, mentioned. I actually have a couple maybe before you go'cause oh, oh now you have a couple now
1: there there's a couple that. If I don't mention these, it would be a serious crime against our podcast if I didn't mention them. Well, it's probably some of the
0: ones that I already mentioned, but go ahead.
1: They're actually not, because they're not on those, on this list, and they're not ones that you probably would mention. Okay, fine. Um, One, South Park. Okay. Which was 97. Okay, fair enough. Um, If you want to talk about a show that's pushed envelopes. And it's still going on to this um, day. I think they pushed the envelope off the table, and it... Fell somewhere where nobody else can find
0: it. <laughs> That's true. Um, Just look up Cartman, you'll know. But one of
1: my absolute favorite, and I'm so glad that they brought it back, Beavis and ButtHead. Oh boy, 1993.
0: This, oh god, the, the, this okay? Go on. And then you know, the worst part is he actually does an impression.
1: Beavis and ButtHead was probably for me was it was one of the funniest and greatest like cartoons in the 90s. It's the dumbest thing you'll ever watch. <laughs> yep. But it's just really like as dumb as those two characters are. Part of the main show that they had was reviewing music videos, which honestly like was the funniest part of the entire cartoon series. And if you think of like, you know, mystery science theater.
0: Oh yeah. Yep,
1: and you know they basically take these old, you know, crappy kind of movies, and they make this kind of comedy commentary over it. Beavis and ButtHead did this for music videos, and it's absolutely hilarious. But that cartoon series was was awesome, and I'm so glad that they brought it back for like a brand new like movie and series. Like it was it was a great.
0: I mean, and that's good that, you know, you, you bring that nostalgic back, you know, and the, like that's the part of, like, 90s, you know, nostalgia that was so great, and, like, some of them are bringing the, the series back, like Animaniacs was one that they brought back a little bit ago, um, of course, Beavis and Butthead, you know, I, I think a lot of TV shows they could easily bring back and, and yeah. do that, but I would say, since you cut me off, Matt... <laughs> um, you know some of my favorites, of course, like I've already mentioned, it was like X Men, like the '90s, you know, animated series, like yeah. it was great, and I'm glad that they're actually going to to remake X Men '97, yeah, and they're basically continuing that story, which I'm look really looking forward to. Um, the Spider Man animated series, I'm I'm talking about more superhero, but like the Spider Man animated. I think series. Avengers
1: was '90s too, wasn't
0: it? The original Avengers uh, cartoon series, maybe. Uh, I, yeah, I want to say so, but I de- I didn't really watch that particular series. I mean, it didn't really last that long, though. I don't think. I think it maybe like it a did. like a season or two. But um, like, and we've mentioned like in the DC reboot, you know, like you know the Elseworld baby, you know the the Batman animated series and the Superman like animated series, the Justice League, you know, all these other ones, like literally Mark Hamill again, I will always say this did the best version of Joker in the animated series. Like he just embodied him, you know, and that's why I think he's the best version of like voice acting wise, hands down, you know, and like a lot of these other, like, you know, TV shows besides all that. I mean, I would even throw, um, I mean, I got, I got to give it to SpongeBob man. Cause I, I mean, I grew up on that and I mean, it's still on and I occasionally jump on and, you know, watch a couple of episodes that are new. Um, you know, I've always liked um, Dexter's Laboratory, like, I mean, I know there's a bunch of TV shows, but it's like, like, for some reason, superheroes back in the 90s were like, were really popular. You know, like I said, yeah. like the X-Men, like the, you know, Batman, you know, Superman, the Justice League, all that, like, it was popular, and like, that's why it became like a cult classic, you know, in in like now, like I said, you know, Disney's trying to remake, or not really remake, but like continue on that story with X-Men, which I'm like, that's amazing. Like, I'd love to see how they're going to do that. Um, you know, in DC, I mean, we're, we're not going into DC territory, but yeah, like, we're not going there. Cause
1: some of the stuff that they're creating now is, 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 is ridiculous. It's way off base, but you know, and that's where I think nineties, like I said, like we said earlier, like the nineties was definitely more character driven. So when you have like the, you know, this X-Men, you know, series and you have spider-man batman and superman series that were very very popular it wasn't so much the story even though the story was there it was it was very much character driven it was very much about
0: well yeah characters like, well right i mean x-men had multiple characters that they would base it on you know like professor x and you know wolverine beast you know cyclops yeah, all that. Well, i but mean like- did they have stories yes of course they did but, like, you know, like, yeah, strictly Batman, strictly Superman. Even Justice League, I mean, granted, they even had, you know, it was about multiple different characters, but they even had episodes specifically for right. know, each of the characters in that show. And, like, you know, Superman, like, kind of following the whole, you know, Lex Luthor, you know, was, like, uh, was a toy man, or, like, like, some of the other weird ones that he had, you know, during his days yeah. of Superman. But, like, you know, these stories really, you know, kind of drove that, like, superhero narrative that i would say nowadays you know we're really fond of you know because now they're doing a live action and they're they're doing well marvel is not so much dc but you know they they do a good job with you know portraying these characters because they have those those shows that did so well you know and it made it you know really you know wonderful to watch as a kid yeah you know and like now you like i said you now you get to see it on the big screen and you're like why can't you just go back to the nineties and like, you know, follow what they just did, you know, but they don't. And that's, I, I mean, that's really the comparison
1: of, of today's cartoons versus, you know, the eighties and nineties cartoons where I, I generally like, they're not really called cartoons today. They're adult animation.
0: Yeah. I mean, like for example, I mean, granted, like for um, one example, like family guy, granted it started in 99 and also was canceled three times. You know, for it's, you know, certain humor and certain, you know, again, pushing the envelope. We all you know. know, you know, the type of humor that's in Family yeah, Guy. No, no, yeah, but like, I mean, then, but you had other shows like, um, I don't know if Futurama came out in 99. Maybe it did, but like a lot of them came out in like 99 for some weird reason. Um, but like a lot of those like weird adult animated shows like that, they they basically, some of them were created by like Seth MacFarlane. Another one, of course, Futurama was created by the the... Um, creator of the Simpsons, you know? So they, they followed the same kind of, you know, crude humor, you know, different styles of like, you know, today's like topics and like making fun of like, you know, certain events and world, you know, um, events and whatever. But the the point is, is like, you know, you look at TV shows now, you know, a lot of them are just, they're not the same.
1: No. And they're, you know, it's, it's very much like adult themes, swearing you know the adult humor the crude jokes it, it's a lot of it's like meant to be raunchy on
0: purpose well like so one example that you and i looked up together was we went on hbo well it used to be hbo max but now it's just called max so you look at one example it was called it, it the show is just called velma okay it's literally about like scooby-doo right so but really it's it's velma and you know of course there's Shaggy and there's Daphne and and Fred, but it's a whole nother ball game. It's not just like your original, like Scooby-Doo gang that you saw back in the sixties and then moving forward, you know, it's a whole new take on this. It's a
1: very raunchy show from episode one. It's extremely like swearing. They blur out, you know, the small bits, but they show everything else. Just very very raunchy, and that's y- you look at the cover, and it just shows the character. It says Velma in big letters, so you think like, oh, it's just going to be a cartoon. No, no, it's not. <laughs> it, no. It's, it's something radically different. And you know, there's another one on Max about Harley Quinn, oh. and <laughs> if if you look at the cover, y- unmistakable.
0: Let's what just- she's riding. Yeah, we're not going to go into that, but yes, she's writing something that basically, I'm very surprised that they were showing on Max. Yeah. Now, granted, I understand, like you know, HBO or really Max itself was always really more for adults, but like if a kid was watching but this... to have that
1: image, it,
0: it's it's
1: not like an innuendo.
0: No, it's, it's right in your face. It's very,
1: very, very clear, like what this thing is, and that's like. You look at what's going on today, I can guarantee you if you go into Netflix right now, most of their adult animation is all you'll find. Oh yeah. I mean and there's a ton that
0: I've like I've never even heard of. Well, I could tell you one one T V show that we honestly thought when we actually we were working, um Together, when we were coworkers, workers We watched one episode of this one <laughs> particular show Oh, yeah, 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 What was it? What was it, Matt? What was the show that we were talking Why didn't about? Why don't you tell him? No, I, I actually I can't remember the exact title off the top of my head I know you know it I just, I, I know once you say it I'll be like, yep Go ahead I don't remember the name of it either Oh, come on, Matt I thought you would have known it I don't um, oh My God All I can remember is the theme song is like it basically goes, "I'm going through changes," right, and it like kind of goes into it. Um, oh my god, it's driving me nuts, man. I need to look it up, man. Like it's driving me nuts. I mean, I know they made a spinoff called Human Resources, which is actually even worse. That show is even worse. (laughs) Yeah, that one's even worse. What is what is the show, man? Like I'm drawing a blank. The fact that you didn't know. Like, I'm just trying I, yeah, to remember. I don't, I don't
1: remember the name
0: of that show at all. Uh, well, Matt, well, Matt's looking that up, but uh, the, I think the, the point we're trying to make here is that a lot of TV shows nowadays are very raunchy, very... Big mouth. Oh, big mouth. Yes. Okay, so let me just put it this way. First episode, both Matt and I were like, oh, man, this must be a kid's show. Nope. New. Not, not a chance. Like literally we watched it and we were like, I mean, we both laughed. Don't get me wrong. It was funny, but it was not what you would have thought. Like you would, I would not recommend having your kids watch the show. It is not something that they need to be watching. I would say maybe when they're, I don't know, like a teenager, or maybe a little bit, I would say maybe probably more like, like high school, like towards probably the Probably more end.
1: like never, maybe. I
0: Okay, well, then you could say that about Family Guy and a few others, but... I mean, they
1: probably shouldn't watch Family Guy either, but... I mean, but... Uh, it, it's really, yeah. you know, a lot of these a lot of these shows, like, yes, if you're an adult, you know, South Park, some of the, you know, I would say some of the episodes, not all of them, because not all of them are funny to me. But oh, yeah. a lot of them are funny. Not every aspect yeah. of the show is funny, but some of the things that they've done are hilarious. Beavs and Butthead, hilarious to me not everything but a lot of it is funny. So a lot of these things like Archer is another perfect example. Oh yeah, yeah. Archer is hilarious. Absolutely. But it's wildly inappropriate.
0: But again, but it, you know that's why when I know I really think we should talk about morality, my friend, because at some point we got to talk about it, but you know reality is like when when your kids are like, "Hey, you know, I really want to watch the show." Reality is this like you should probably just watch it with them. Just watch the first episode. If in the first 10 minutes you're like, nah, this ain't happening, then it's probably not going to be a TV show you really want your kids to watch because, like, we're mentioning TV shows that we've watched, and I could tell you that I would never, especially my, like, especially if my kid grows up and does whatever, like, I will have to watch these shows, of course, by myself, just like any other yeah. show that I've watched. But, you know, I wouldn't want him to watch it with me because then I'd be like, no, I'm not trying to explain – what is going on in this TV show, and 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 to do all that, but it, it's sad that a lot of the TV shows, like we've already mentioned, and and uh, you know some of the today's you know versions of these these TV shows that even you know they remade or done whatever from like back in the '60s all the way up or whatever, you know it's sad that they're they're just reimagining it, they're sexualizing it, they're you know making it more raunchy, they're they're going doing all like these the, things.
1: Basically, the shock value. Of, let's do this, but let's m- make it raunchier. Let's let's add these crude jokes into it.
0: No, like I said, like if you're an adult and like, you know, and you, of course, I'm, not, I'm a little bit older, of course, but like, you you find certain things, of course, funny. Now I get it. You know, as we get older, we we change our views. We have different beliefs. Of course, but like, yeah. you know, the way I look at it is, is like if you grew up in certain generations, you know, you might find other things let's say about today that are probably funny because yeah, you know, it's kind of that same raunchy humor, but like, you know, if a kid's watching it and they have no idea and then you're like, yeah, you're not, you didn't grow up in this era. So I'm not really trying to like, get on that same level.
1: It's, it's one thing too. Like, and I've said it, I think during the, you know, the DC reboot series, I probably have said it many other times, you know, being content creators, which is what we are with this podcast. We, we create this content it really takes like imagination and when you're just trying to do shock value and trying to make things, you know, funny, but let's just create this crude humor because that's, what's popular to me. Like that really shows like a lack of imagination. It, it shows a lack of, I can't really tell a story. So let's just do what everybody else is doing. And with this podcast, like, sure, we could make it funny. We could make it raunchy. Like, we could make it explicit. We could swear and tell crude jokes. And we would probably get more listens and plays that way. Oh, we definitely would, especially between
0: the both of us. But, you know, that's not what we're trying to do.
1: And that's not exactly what we're not trying to do. We want to be creative. We want to create our own ideas without having to go down that route. And a show like Velma you go down that route of, of creating a show that is just
0: raunchy. You kind of ruin the character itself. Well, you also ruin the nostalgia behind where these characters come from. I mean, cause you know, Velma and like, you know, all the characters that are in it, like they're from the original Scooby-Doo series from back in the day. And it's like, No, like, that's not how we need to reimagine this. Like, if you're going to take a show from, like, the 80s, 90s, or even earlier than that, you know, if you're going to reimagine it, then at least keep the character's likeness. Keep the the same style, you know. Maybe, you know, if you want to add some humor, maybe, you know, certain things to it, great. But, like, there's no reason to...
1: Use your imagination and create a real story. Like, don't, don't be, you know, we have to make this person like this. No you don't create you know, use your imagination like don't conform to you know this is what archers is doing so we need to create a show that looks like that but
0: you know is different right and i mean and that's the thing about tv shows now it's like or even movies right i mean they like you look at tron i I always mention tron because it's like you know it's a prime example of like you know they they did the sh- the, the movie and then they're like okay we're going to make a like a legacy You know, granted, they they kind of revamped it and, like, make it a sequel. But, like, you know, they they basically took a movie from back in the 80s or whatever and then just, like, try to recreate it. Which, I mean, in some ways it was great, but, like, there could have maybe some other aspects or something like that. Like, so there's definitely movies that, like, you know, you knew that that came out in, let's say, the 60s, 70s or whatever. And then they decided, hey, we're going to literally take that same idea and then literally... Forget the character and like reimagine it. And then, you know, sometimes it's like, okay, it's great. But then sometimes you're like, what did you just do to that character? And why yeah. did you do that? You know, so why don't you just look at what happened back then? And then, like I said, maybe do a more modern take, but to a degree that isn't like destroying the character itself and making it so that it's, I guess, would be really hard to like follow along. And it's not the same story that you already grew up on, like from way back when, you know. And I think that's what a lot of uh, you know people do is that they just like take old stories and they just like we just have this up.
1: ongoing theme on the show where every episode we say the same thing and
0: uh, people- writers yeah.
1: have lost touch with what they're writing like, and they need to just maybe take a step back. <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe the strike is a is a good thing because <laughs> maybe when they finally not are not on strike, they'll. Come back with more ideas, or maybe they'll just get sick and tired of having writers, and maybe they um, use the AI. they use know? AI, and AI will finally get it right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but writers have definitely like lost touch. And you can take fans of Scooby Doo, put them in a room, and go, "We want to create a, a you know, a cartoon series or adult animation series." about Velma, about Velma from Scooby-Doo, what do we do? And those people
0: would give you really solid ideas. Actually, believe it or not, and it's not just even that, but I was thinking like over time, think about how all, all the fan-made like films or like clips or whatever, yeah. that it's not even just like the ones we've mentioned. Like I can't even think of a lot of them, but like some of them were pretty good. Like, some of them were really cool ideas that a lot of the fans created. And it's like, you know, you can have all these writers that are well-known for, like, creating certain TV shows or whatever. But why not get new, fresh faces? It's, it's kind of like actors, right? Like, you you see the same actors over and over and over again. Like, it's great. I mean, some, certain ones, they're great for that role. But there's reasons why they, they also decided, you know what, we're going to choose somebody that isn't well-known. To let's say it plays certain roles because, you know what, they don't know yeah. what they do. You know, so like the same thing with like writers or even directors or producers, right? Like pick people that also might have a different vision than, you know, what they've already seen what Hollywood does, right? So like, granted, you look at James Cameron, you look at Steven Spielberg, you know, you look at um, George Lucas, like all these, these famous directors. Yeah, they, they've had their time. They do great, amazing work. But then there's going to be times where they're going to need new directors to come in. Like, for example, like the Russo brothers, right? Who did an amazing job on Endgame, just throwing it out there, right? But I'm just throwing it out there because, like, these, I'm not saying they weren't well known, but I'll, I'll tell you this they're well known because Endgame, again, because they did so amazing on that movie that it's the second best selling movie of all time. Yeah. You know, so they need new, fresh faces. So why don't you just do that with you know, the writers and, and, you know, maybe bring in fans or something, you know, yeah, they, they need to change it they up. They
1: definitely need better content, you know, and in, instead of all this like adult animation and making just everything, you know, not everything has to be raunchy,
0: yeah. you know,
1: at the end of the day. There, there is one that I wanted to mention. Um, It's a relatively newer show. So it's not, it doesn't fall into the eighties and nineties. So whatever. Also, way, so you're saying this is like one of the good shows that you should watch? um. But it is on it is on Prime Video. Okay. And the the, the show i I guess it is more of an adult animation. But it's oh. it's it's called Invincible.
0: Yeah, I I think I what's his face? Um the guy who plays J. Jonah Jameson, right? I'm trying to remember the actor's name, but Yeah, like- he plays Omni Man, I believe. Okay. Yep. And so it's
1: it's an you know animated show. It's on Prime, and it's gone for one season so far. They just released kind of a prequel series on one of the characters. Oh, okay. And season two is supposed to be starting, I think, at the end of the month. Um, But it's one of those shows that's like, it is really gritty. It's gory. They do swear, but it's not raunchy. Hmm. And it kind of reminds me of... You know back with in the days of like GI Joe and Transformers and that like the yeah. animation style um but it is it's it's character driven the whole show is 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 a story so it's it's got both like the you know the character driven and the story driven
0: so they, they basically take both aspects which is great
1: yeah because it, it definitely you know you get to learn the characters and the whole show you know it's basically a movie
0: like a long movie. Wait, so how many episodes for the first season though?
1: I want to say maybe 10. Okay, so typical. Yeah. So it it's a it is a really really good show and one of the rumors is in the new Mortal Kombat Mortal Kombat 1, I believe. Oh, yeah, yep Omni-Man is supposed to be one of the
0: DLC characters. Well, if that's the case, then I clearly have to pick up Mortal Kombat 1.
1: So just putting it out there, but it is it is a really good show, like following it it's it's up there okay as far as like one of the shows that i would watch and when season two comes out i'm obviously gonna probably binge that
0: yeah yeah you'll probably watch it in the night it's okay (laughs) he's like saturday night here i come (laughs) but
1: but it's it's one of those shows i mean it doesn't like does it constantly swear you know like the boys does no it doesn't listen but do they you know do they occasionally like let out you know a bomb yeah they do
0: listen when you keep bringing up the boys, I'm just look. I, I'm hey, just, the boys has their own.
1: I understand cartoon series too. I never watched it yet, but oh the, wait, there's an actual cartoon
0: series on this. I believe it's called Diabolical. Oh no, no, I, I no. haven't. I haven't watched it. I, if it's anything like the live action, oh my god. If it's like, anything I, like the show,
1: yes, oof. it's gonna be raunchy. Oh but, god, no. Um, Invincible is a really good show, but you know, I guess wrap it up and.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. Did did you want me to wrap it up? Is that what you said? Yeah, I said, you know, kind of just wrap it up. Wrap and it up. Oh, my bad. Okay, so, so guys, you know, again, talked about, you know, some interesting TV shows. So if you're ever interested, of course, you can always hit us up and, you know, we can always give you some more suggestions on 80s and 90s, you know, um, like TV shows and whatnot. I mean. Again, you really should check out that playlist, man, because you know I haven't even listened to all of it, but I know it's pretty good stuff. If you it's, want to listen to some of the theme songs, it's a pretty
1: and, extensive playlist, and it's on our link tree. So if you go, if you go on Facebook or the website, like our, it's linked there.
0: Yeah, and you know, I, again, guys, we we love the support. We love what you guys do. You know, hell, check out our merch store. But as always, stay geeky. Stay geeky.